Hey everyone, and welcome back to the John White Project. I am your host, John White, and uh, I gotta say, for those of you keeping score, it's almost been a year since my last Lupron shot, and um, the doctor said at the very beginning, depending on how long you're on it, will be probably how long you're going to feel the effects of it. And it's almost been a year, like I said, and uh, I am starting to feel a little bit better. Um, at work, I'm, I'm starting to take control again, um, be that group leader that everybody knew that I was before. So the days are going by with not so much, uh, I guess, dread or fatigue. But I am still wiped out at the end of the day, and there are a few days where I do go over the top and uh, not try to impress the bosses, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm spurring on the crew and we want to get uh, things done, and I just do a little bit too much work and I end up suffering for it the next day. I've, there's been a couple of days where I've, I've called in late, and they don't mind that, you know, um, coming in late, you at least you can get most of your shift in. And there have been a few days where it's just been next to impossible to either get out of bed or walk around. The knees are feeling the age that I am. So, yeah. So if uh, this is the way it's going to go, um, I'll probably get another 8 to 12 months to get back to quote unquote normal. And we're all looking forward to normal, right? <laughs> But uh, I got to tell you, you know, um, you get you get diagnosed, you've got to swallow that, you've got to take that into consideration with whatever it is that you're going to do next. You go through your treatment, uh, including including your medication. If your medication and treatment aren't 100% working, then you go through you know more treatment. In my case, it was the radiation. Uh, then you kind of wait. So we had the operation. Let me just recap for the people who, uh, who are maybe new to the show. We had the diagnosis in 2018. We had the surgery in 2018, sorry, for prostate cancer. 2019, we discovered that, uh, it was not as successful as we had hoped it would be. So there was... Hormone therapy, and that is the Lupron shots that I was talking about. April 29th will be the year mark of the last Lupron shot. Uh, for those of you who don't know or haven't been following my journey up until now, Lupron um, takes down the testosterone so the cancer has nothing to feed off of. So when a man loses his testosterone, he kind of loses most of his strength, his agility, sexual drive. There you go. I've said it for those of you who are wondering. Yeah, it's been one of those years. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I don't stop chasing joy around the, <laughs> the kitchen. I love my wife and I let her know every day. But yeah, the drive is down uh, to almost zero uh, at the beginning when it kicked in. Hot flashes, just like going through menopause for you ladies. It's mostly been the fatigue. It's, it's the, the frustration of the fatigue. Because, uh, I mean, I've been tired before, but I mean, and after the radiation, uh, just, I mean, wiped out, low, zero energy, tired all the time, tired from taking naps. You know, it's 
you get up, you, you get ready to go, you go to the hospital, you get your radiation, you come back, you have something to eat, then you go for a two-hour nap, and then you back up, then you're ready for bed again around 7 o'clock. So it, um, it's been quite a year. And then, of course, the lockdown, that's been two years. So it's, it's been one thing on top of another. And then the mental struggle that came with um, the Lupron and the lockdown, Um, I'm on medication for that. And we've, again, for those of you who have been following, uh, they balanced out everything and and now I'm, I've got it under control. So um, I'm not feeling overwhelmed or that feeling of an anvil above my head every time I wake up or move around or um, how I used to say it to my wife, like a, like a long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I'm not looking over my shoulder all the time to uh, see what's going on. I'm feeling pretty good. Like I said, uh, back at work, now I'm only still working the eight hours, um, which, you know what, is okay. Um, If I don't go back to the 12-hour rotating shifts, that will be more than a blessing, and I can continue on, work my so many years, and then retire at 65. (laughs) And I've I've got no problem with that. You know, I've... uh, I enjoy my work. I've got a good crew. Um, they're teaching us uh, the different lines. They're they're always upgrading our skills and things like that. So we're we're never we're never without a job. You know, it, it's it's almost built in job security with uh, pharmaceutical companies because they're always bringing in new lines and things like that. Uh, the line that I'm working on does just under a million units a year of a specific product. I can't give the name out right now. Because we are first to market on that one, and uh, it's not out as of the date of this recording. So, and then they told us that uh, next year we're going up to 2.29 million units. So, yeah, we've we've got a big year ahead of us next year. So there's going to be some uh, incredible opportunities there. So, and and you know what, I'm hoping that the Lupron is out of my system well before that, you know, another eight months I'm hoping. But then again, I thought I'd bounce back two weeks within. (laughs) We've been having the surgery. Having never had surgery before, oh, my eyes were opened uh, in a horrible, horrible way. (laughs) But that was was something different. And, um, you know, I've, I've been blessed. My recovery has been absolute routine. And uh, I thank God for that because I don't want to be the exception to that point uh, going forward. Now, uh, my mental stability has been an example of, gee, we've never had that happen before. Well, you've never had a pandemic before either. So uh, a lot of people have been feeling anxiety and depression. Um, So I just had mine amplified because I was on the Lupron. And uh, that just kind of amped up the mood swings. So then they had to put me on some mild antidepressants. And then they had to up it to uh, a lot more mild antidepressants just to keep everything in check. And and like I've said, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, that's just another part of my journey that I can share with other people. But I probably, I probably should have let everybody know that was going on in my head as as it was going on. I mean, my wife could see my story unfold as as I was living it, but I mean, even even she didn't know what what was going through my mind. 
And then I ended up hurting, you know, family and friends, not intentionally, but through through holding everything in and just kind of making excuses, you know, before you went out or, or not making plans or, or canceling plans at the last minute because you kind of, you kind of feel freaked out because, you know, you're, you're living in a black smog cloud village full of zombies, you know, it, it's just not, not who we are, not who we're designed to be as people. We're supposed to be communal kind of people. And going through that was, was more difficult than I can actually put into words. I hide it well. Um, when I was going to work, you know, there, there would be days where I'd be texting my wife back and forth and, you know, I'd be, I'd be living in a living hell just in my mind. So I'm glad we got that all balanced out. I'm feeling much better and I can actually feel the Lupron leaving my system. Um, just, just the way my work has been, my, my attitude towards work. I'm not afraid to go there anymore. I like getting more responsibility now, whereas before when I went back, it was, you know, um, where my position is, you know, the group lead. I would just rather sit at the back and put the product into a shipper and put it on a skid and not deal with, you know, paperwork or quality control or uh, supervisors or anything like that. Or move a skid. Yeah, give me a pump truck and I'll move them all over the place. Just, you know, I did not want the responsibility Whereas now I'm, I'm feeling the responsibility is, you know, the desire to have it back is, is there again, which is kind of nice. And with a lot of the um, COVID restrictions leaving Ontario, Canada, that's, that's where the broadcast studio is. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in bands. Um, one is a classic rock band and one is a classic 80s band. Um, Sinner Saints and uh, that 80s thing. Uh, shout out to the guys in the band. Um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling that desire to get out and play live music. Um, still don't have the strength to probably perform three sets of live music. But, you know, at least I can get out there and, and build up stamina in the basement with the drummer and the guitar player and, and just, you know, have fun with it until I'm ready to to get back out a hundred percent and the guys in the band, you know, they know what's going on. So they're, they're patiently waiting to, you know, we've, we've done some live things that, um, that have been over the internet. The, the last one we did was, um, the Totten hugs from, uh, Tottenham, Canada. We, uh, we put that up on the, uh, the Facebook page and then we broadcast it out on the internet again. If you want to See, it's that80sthing.ca. Uh, we've got it up there. Or that80sthing on YouTube. And also um, Sinner Saints on YouTube and uh, and Facebook. Join the groups, hang out, just to see what the rest of the band looks like. Or if you don't know what I look like, there you go. You can go on and uh, see me and hear what I sound like when I'm singing instead of doing my podcasting thing. Yeah, it's... It's all in one thing, right? I've got a microphone in front of my face and I am at home. I just want to let everybody know that uh, I'm doing well. I'm feeling better. Um, I've had a few text messages back and forth with uh, people saying, hey, you know, it's been too long. Let's go for a coffee. And I am more than up for a coffee. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee on uh, in the description down below. There's a link to 
buy me a coffee page, and uh, that would be greatly appreciated. I'm doing really well. You know, I just I just wanted to come on and say, hey, world, I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. And oh, um, I've been going through my analytics. And I got to tell you, I don't know whether it's a, a VPN thing, you know, where it redirects your internet feed to somewhere, but uh, it looks like a lot of my audience is from uh, Central and Southern America. Um, so, hola, como esta? There you go. That's all I know right now. I'm working on it for you, so <laughs> um, I'll get better. How's that? Uh, I will pick up some other Spanish and... Uh, and broadcast it out there. Um, if you could uh, drop me an email and let me know where you're listening from, that would be fantastic. It is the John White Project at gmail.com. That would be great. And uh, I'm going to make this one a quick one. We'll keep it under 15 minutes. I was just feeling really good, and I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, thanks for being with me on this journey. The journey will continue. And upcoming episodes will include other members of my musical family that have gone through medical issues. And uh, I'm going to be doing, I don't know exactly what the title is yet, but I'm thinking Living on the Other Side of White. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was called, Living on the Other Side of White. Sorry, I was going through my book looking for that. Um, I would. I know racism is a thing, um, I haven't dealt with it in, in such a way because of my skin color. I've dealt with racism due to what I believe um, spiritually. But we're going to have some guests on of different colors, and I want to find out how it was for them growing up. So you might want to listen for that one. Uh, until next time, this is John White saying goodbye, and thanks for listening to The John White Project. 